everything. I'm just a clay. You are the one inside, Lord God, that comes to dwell in us, oh God. We're just a, I'm just a temple. You are the holy of holies. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. amen. How many know we need, to, we need to know the word of God? You know, I was sharing to the leaders this morning that we need to read God's word. The Muslim, if you're a minister, if you're an imam, you have to be able to recite the word of God from chapter 1 to the last chapter. But we, we so loose, we have no discipline to read God's word from chapter 1 to chapter 22 of um, Revelation. Amen? Jesus Christ says, you must know the times. Isn't that what he said? How are you going to know the times if you don't read God's word? How many know what time it is? How many know what's going on in the world? How many know that this word is more, a lot more accurate and relevant and on time more than the New York Times? <laughs> I hear somebody call him the New York Slimes. <laughs> but that's not nice. Uh, well, it's more relevant. As I said, what time are we living in? God woke me up, I think it was two days ago, and he, he said to me, Psalms 83. <laughs> Come on, say Psalms. How many know there's a Psalms 83? Yeah. Right? I didn't understand why he said Psalms 83. So I, I picked it up and I started studying it. Do you know? Psalms 83 is happening right now. And we will miss it. So thank God for the Holy Ghost. He's reminding the church today what time we're in. Because sometimes when we don't read God's word, we pray against God's word. You know that? We see things happening and what we do, we pray against it where we should pray along with it and let God do what he want to do. But if you read Psalms 83, it, it states there about the Psalms 80, I call it the Psalms 83 war. The Psalms 83 war is going on in Israel right now, over in the Middle East right now. Started in. And every nation that's written there, every nation down to Hezbollah, just the, 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 the terrorists, every nation is named right there in that book. They have different names because it was way back when as they evolved into new names. Like you'll see Edom and all these names. You'll find that some of these names are Iran, Hezbollah, <laughs> Palestine. These are the new names. But the names, if you trace those names, you'll find you'll go right back, you go forward to what is going on in the Middle East. Read, read some of it. You'll understand what, what is happening. <laughs> this psalm was written by who? Hesop. I don't know who Hesop is. 
Asaph was the, was the prison worship leader for David. When David would go into his tabernacle, he was the one who lead prison worship. And he used to write these songs. And when he looked back and saw what was happening, he wrote this psalm. Maybe the stuff was happening in his time, it was, but he wrote it prophetically. But he was the, one of the psalmists that was a prophet, he was also a prophet because he came from the line of Levi. So he was a prophet. And he wrote the Psalms. And it started out as a prayer. And then he, then he, he said, um, let's go to verse 3. He said, do, no, what am I saying? I'm in the wrong Psalms here. Okay. Psalms 8, there we go. He said, verse 2, For behold, your enemies are in tumult, and those who hate you have raised their heads. They lay crafty schemes against your people. What people? The Israelites. And consult together against your hidden and precious ones. How many know the, the Jews, you may not like them, but the Jews are precious to God. And I'm going to talk about him somehow, about the main one today. They have said, come and let us wipe them out. Wipe, let us wipe them out as a nation. Is not what Hezbollah and them says? We want to blot out the name of Israel in the Middle East. That's exactly what they want to do. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let the name of Israel be in remembrance no more. For they have consulted together with one accord and one heart against you, take it to, uh, against you, they make a covenant. The tents of Edom and Ishmaelites. Ishmael was what? Ishmaelite was this son of son of who? Abraham, right? And Moab was the son of Lot. Son that came through incest. Remember Ammon and they're there. They're there right there. All of them are right there in Edom as always. Edom came from who? Who who did Edom come from? Esau, he went into the mountains and started Edom. One aim was to destroy Jacob. I'm going to stop there, but I, I need you to read it. And I don't want to read it, but study. Study those names. You have AI now. You can pull AI up and, and those names will come up. Some of them you have to go study. You go into your concordance and go into your um, different um, dictionaries to get these names. But I want to, I want to, I want to believe God this morning for you to understand how important the word of God is. 
Because I don't want you going and praying. I want you to pray along with God's word. Instead of praying <laughs> against it. Amen? You pray along with it. Because the church have always been saying, we have always been saying, these are the last days. And we prophesy, we have spoken prophecies that says that in these last days, this, this, this will come. And when they come, we don't know it. When they come, we, 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 we say, Lord, stop it. How can you stop what God has spoken? If God spoke it, you say, let the will of God be done in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. But I want you to look at <laughs> Matthew chapter 22. And if you read Matthew chapter 20, 22, you'll find out that in this, in this, in this chapter... Hallelujah. Come on, say hallelujah. Matthew chapter 22, we'll see there God, Jesus dealt with a whole bunch of folks. Amen? He dealt, chapter 22, um, we, 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 we know, well, we're going to read from verse, uh, hold on, hold on a minute, give me a Time here. Verse 23 to 28. But I just want to um, say something about this chapter. It starts out with the parable of the wedding feast. Come on, it was a wedding feast. It was a marriage that took place. And the king has arranged a marriage for his son, right? Then it went down to the Pharisees coming at him, wanting to know, is it lawful to pay taxes? So he starts from the wedding, then he goes to what? Taxes, money, all right? And governmental things. Then the next one, the Sadducees come. Now this is what I want to talk about this morning. The Sadducees, and we're talking about the Resurrection. Amen? Then it moved to the scribes who wrote the what? The commandments. They were dealing with the deal and dot of the commandments. And they asked him, which is the first and great commandment? Read the chapter when you go home. Then he came down and talked about Jesus. Who he was. How can, and this is a question he asks, how can David call his descendant Lord? How can, they could not believe that Jesus was the son of God. Because when, when they asked him, he, he said, yes, we answer you. Who, who, who did he say? He, he said that you are David's son. You are the son of David. What do you think about Jesus? So I'm asking you, what do you think about Jesus? How do you look at him? 
The Jews thought he was the son of David. Ben David. He thought he was the son of David. So Jesus said to them, well, J David called him. It couldn't have been David because David is dead and gone, right? And David called him Lord. So we're going we're gonna to look into that. It makes scripture about the, the Sadducees. Come on, say Sadducees. They're a really sad, sad group because this is what they believe in. They don't believe in the resurrection. So they came to Jesus. Look at it. It says, some of the Sadducees, verse um, 23, a religious group that denied there was a resurrection of the dead came to ask Jesus this question. Teacher, the law of Moses, they were trying to trick Jesus. Sometimes some of us, we do that too, right? Trick Jesus. How many know he's the word? You can't trick him. He's the truth. You can't trick him. Teacher, um, the law of Moses teaches that if a man dies... Before he was, he has children, his brother should marry the widow and raise up children for his brother's family line. Now, there was a family with seven brothers. And you know, they were just trying to test him here because this was really almost impossible for this to happen. <laughs> he says, no, there was seven families. The oldest got married but soon died, leaving his widow for his brother. The second married, brother married, also died. And the third also. This was repeated down to what? Seven brother. When finally the woman also died, finally the woman died. So here's the question. Here's the dilemma that they had. Which of the seven brothers will be the woman's husband when she, she's resurrected from the dead since they are all once married to her. <laughs> so she, he comes with a question to Jesus and they say, you know, these Sadducees, they think that they know the law, they know everything. You know, they, they, they were, they're one of them um, folks, um, you, you, you studied in Oxford, you're the Don. <laughs> you, know, you, you, can't, you can't argue with me. I'm an Oxford grad, boy. Come on. Don't, don't argue with me. I know everything. So they think they had Jesus now. They think they, 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 they said, I got him. I got Jesus. I know. I know I have him now. But what did Jesus do? How many of Jesus is the answer? Amen. Not, not a answer. He is the answer. And he was going to give them the answer. Right? <laughs> this is what I said. Jesus answered and said unto them, verse 29, You are mistaken. Not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. They don't know. This is what they didn't know. They didn't know what? The scriptures... They didn't know the Bible. Say ouch, right? They didn't know the Bible. 
and they didn't know the power of God. Now look, look at the progression. The Bible and the power of God. That means without the Bible, there's no power. If you don't know God, there's no power. You see, if you don't know the Bible, you don't, you don't, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to ask for or what to pray for. Amen? For it said, for in the resurrection, they neither marry nor given in marriage. But are like what? Angels of God in heaven. Come and say in heaven. Come on, say in heaven. But concerning the resurrection of the dead, have you not heard what was spoken to you by God saying, this is what God says, I am. Come on, say, God says, I am. I am the God of, God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob or Yaakov, right? God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You can't, if, if he's the God of Amory, then he's the God of the living. Because if Henry knows God, guess what? He's a God of Emory. So Emory cannot die. Because if Emory dies, guess what? God is not true. You see? See, Brother Stacy dies, and that's it. That's how the Sadducees thought about it. Then that means you can forget about God. Because he died. They didn't believe that you live forever. Amen? Amen. So what Jesus had to straighten them out on it, and he brought them to Abram. The word and his name. Come on, say the word and his name. And he, he said, <laughs> see, two ways God unveiled himself in the Old Testament were through his word and his name. Come on, say his word and his name. His word and his name. In Psalms 138 verse 2, it says, I will bow down towards my holy temple and will praise your name for you, your love, and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above what? Say all things. All things, your name and your what? What he exalts, what God exalts above all things. Come on, say, above all things, his name and his word. He's exalted above everything, above everything, above everything, above poverty, above sickness, above disease, above everything. His name is above everything. He is exalted. Exalt means to bring his name up, hallelujah, above everything. So was magnify. Come on, say magnify. You know when you magnify something, you can make it what? Larger. That word above 
all thy names. If you look at different names of God, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Kim Nehem, so come on guys, Jehovah Eskino, the different names of God. He has exalted his name, <laughs> El Shaddai. So, you know, we're dealing with Abram now. Remember, God says he's the God of Abram, he's the God of Isaac, and he's the God of Jacob. So what is the word? Let's go way back there to Abram. Because remember now, the Bible says in, in, in Galatians chapter 3 that we are blessed with what? Faithful Abram. That we are the seed of Abram. So if you are blessed with Abram, we have to see how Abram got to be blessed. Because if Abram is blessed, he has to be blessed just like we are blessed. I, I want to catch that now. Abram had to go through the same thing that we went through to be a blessing to us. Amen? <laughs> is it the word is what came to what? Abram, because the Bible said the word of the Lord came to Abram, to Isaac, and to Jacob. It is what Abram believed, and so was saved. What did, how did Abram got saved? He believed what God says. Listen to me. He believed what God says. How did you got saved? You believe the word. You believe what God said. If thou canst believe in thine heart and what? Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, thou shalt be saved. But it's exactly what Abram did. Abram believed the Lord and he credited him as righteous. He believed the word of God and he credited him for righteousness. Genesis chapter 15 verse 6. It is the way people get saved. You get saved by the word. Come on, say, I get saved by the word. You don't get saved by what you do. You don't get saved by how much time you clean the benches in the church. You don't get saved because you're playing music here. Or you're praising worship. You don't get saved by what you do. You get saved by the word of God. And the word of God says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, thou art, you're saved. You're ready for heaven. And the fact of the matter, God says, you're the, you're, he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That tells me at that time, when God spoke, Abram, Isaac, and Jacob was all dead. So if they're all dead, <laughs> honey, somebody help me here. They said it here alive. He's alive. Hallelujah. Come on, say. If I have confessed with my mouth and believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, I cannot die. You will not die. There is no way you can die. My God, the life of God 
This flesh is going to go to where it belongs. But that inner man on the inside, that born again man on the inside that looks like me, looks like me, a lot more handsome than I, and don't have no pimples. That's why God says anything, you are blessed with faithful Abram. Because if you're going to be blessed with faithful Abram, you have to go through the same thing or get the same blessing that Abram got. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what... Does the word say in Romans 10, 8 to 10? What it says. But what it says. The word is near you. Come on, say the word. The word of God is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So I preach the word of faith. So he says, that if thou will confess with your mouth, who? The Lord Jesus. And believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. For with the heart Abram believed God with his heart. And God says he's righteous. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Can you believe it? That Abram, when Abram was blessed by God, Abram left his nation and he walked all the way and head to Israel, which is now Israel. He walked into the promised land, walked through the promised land. Now, you must understand that Abram wasn't poor. At that time, he didn't just get up and walk. He carried all his possession with him. He carried his sheep. He carried his household. He, carried, he didn't say, I live in uh, this place in Brooklyn, and I'm going on to Washington, and he's going to leave everything in Washington I mean, in Brooklyn, and go to Washington and come by himself. No, he, had, he took all his belongings with him. And the Bible says Abraham was rich in cattle, in gold, in silver, and all that stuff. So he had a lot of stuff going with him. So you would think now, <laughs> all those folks in the promise, and in, in the Canaanites, and all these guys, if you read out their history, they were like, Literal robbers. When you see a man coming with a whole bunch of sheep, you're heading, you say, man, oh, here he comes. He got gold, he got stuff. I'm going to attack him and get the stuff from him. But you notice the Bible didn't say once that Abram was attacked. 
I checked it out. I read it. I said, God, there was not one time when somebody tried to steal from him. Because he was blessed. Come on, say, I'm blessed. Come on, say, I'm blessed. You see, where I'm living, we've been living there years. <laughs> I don't really know that we have not been robbed in our house once. Because I believe the word of God. That don't mean that <laughs> I don't protect myself. No. So, you know, folks get inside the realm. Oh, well, God is my protector. But don't forget, God did give David a sword. <laughs> Amen? So try me, you'll see. I ain't going, I'm just saying. <laughs> Amen? So I'm saying to you that nobody attacked Abram. He went in and out. The man went down to Egypt. And they tried to take his wife from him. And you would think, no, Abraham, first of all, he lied. That's, well, he didn't really lie because Sarah was his sister. Didn't know that. Sarah was his sister in real life. So he didn't lie. It was our half-sister. So when he said to, <laughs> to Pharaoh, that was, he was telling the truth, but he was a little deceptious in it, right? And what happened... Pharaoh decided to grab a hold of Sarah, and you know what happened. Amen. Come on, say, can't touch this. No point to yourself, he can't touch this. Come on, you got to believe it. You got to believe what God says. You said it here. This means war. He can touch my family. He can touch my increase. He can touch and he can touch nothing that he can't Oliver. He can touch my daughter. He can touch my, my son. He can touch nothing that belongs to me. I am a child of God. I belong to God. And if I belong to God, I dare you. Hallelujah. How many of you will protect you? From all evil and your children. Amen. 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 So Abram knew God through the word. Come on, say the word. But he also knew God through his name. Come on, say his name. Hallelujah. Because Abram. When Abram trusted God, Abram was the only one who knew God as the Yod, the He, the Vav, and the He. I wish I could have read right up on the wall. He was the first man that knew God by his redeeming name. Redemptive name. Yehovah. In that time it wasn't Jehovah, it was Yehovah because there was not a J. How many know J is about 300 years old? Here goes those Jehovah Witness. God bless them. <laughs> and they said, hey, where, where, 
We were way, way, way back then. Well, you couldn't be Jehovah. You were Yehovah. Let's forget. Let's move on. <laughs> Glory to God. But what happened is this. He said, I'm going to let you know me as my redemptive name. I am your redeemer. You see, notice that Abraham didn't look to God. We, we look to God for miracles, for signs and wonders. We are moved by signs and wonders. How many knew we need to be moved by God's word? Everybody wants to see healing take place instantly. But we don't read God's word. We want, we want, we want, we want to see miracles. Huh? God, God, uh, as soon as I get in trouble, fix it, God. Um, go, but we don't read God's word. We don't know his redemptive name. We don't know about him. How does he heal? How does he deliver? I'm not saying that. I, I believe in signs and wonders. I believe God says these signs shall follow them that believe. Come on, say, these signs shall follow. Come on, say, follow. What does follow mean? That means you're ahead. And if signs follow you from behind. So what happened is this. These signs follow you as you go with God's word. You look at the life of Jesus. Jesus was the word. And everything he did was according to the word. He didn't deviate from the Torah. He didn't deviate from the, from the Tanakh. He didn't deviate from the prophets. He didn't, at that time, they, he didn't have the New Testament. He had the Torah and the prophets. That's and some, of, some of the Psalms. But he didn't deviate from the word of God. Every time the, the scribes would come to him, he would say to him, did you not read? And they would say, where did that come from? Well, you are a scribe. You wrote it, for God's sake. You wrote it. How come you don't know that's in there? But many of us have been taken up by what we have heard from some, some preacher and didn't check it with the word. I want you to check what I say with the word. If I'm wrong, guess what? You believe the word. Amen? Amen. Believe the word. But Abram believed who? God. Come on, say, I must believe God. I don't believe man because God says, put not your trust in me. You put your trust in God. And when you put your trust in God, you cannot go wrong. You will not go wrong. You will always be a winner. You see, we must understand this, is that when we embrace the word of God, we are saved by his word. We are not saved by signs and wonders. God didn't say, when you see signs and wonders, you shall be saved. In this, we teach folks that you are saved by the word of God. You're going to heaven by the word of God. You're going to heaven by the word. And when you are saved, you are not going to hell. You're going to heaven. 
time out for them folks who get this idea to say to you that you, uh, <laughs> we say it sometimes, go to hell. <laughs> but God wants us to know if you know Jesus, if you believe. How many here can say, I believe? Raise your hands. You believe. Well, you're going to heaven. You're going to heaven. And you're not going to heaven because you saw somebody got healed or somebody got delivered. You're going to heaven because you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And that's why you're going to heaven. And no one can change that. No one can add to that. No one can take away from that. It's written that you go to heaven because you believe. Abraham believed and he went to heaven. Isaac believed and he's going to heaven. Jacob believed and he's going to heaven. Moses believed and he's going to heaven. You believe and you're going to heaven. You know, I hear some folks get this fly-by-night stuff. They don't know the grace of God. They don't understand the grace of God. And they say, boy, you know, they come like the, I think it was the, the monks, or the, the, what's, what's the, well, the, oh, <laughs> Brain freeze, oh glory to God. It's buffering. It's buffering. You know, maybe, Brother Henry, maybe it's buffering because I didn't have an update. I need an update, so I got to buffer a little. Amen? Amen? But I mean about the Buddhist monk. There's some of them when they when they go, if they make us take a step, they have to confess because they must may have stepped on an ant. And when they step on the ant, she kill the ant, so they have to confess. And you know, we we act like that like Christians. If I slip up for one second and Jesus show up, I'm dead. <laughs> you know, but, but I mean, that don't sound like God. <laughs> you know, we, we, yeah, I just mess up. Uh, but, uh, and the, the trumpet sound, and I'm still here. Time out for that man made theology. I go with Jesus. Jesus says, if the Son has set you free, you shall be free indeed. You shall be, come and say, I'm free. Uh, how, does, how does people are free? How does people who are free act? You're free. <laughs> I'm free. I'm free. Nothing holds me down. No bondage. No bondage. I have no heavy weight. That's why Paul says, lay aside every sin and every weight. Come on, say, lay aside it. You lay aside it. God has forgiven you, but you hold on to stuff. 
I'm free. Glory to God, I'm free. (laughs) Come on, say, I'm free. There's no change holding me. Hallelujah. Hey, I'm coming. Hey, you got a you got a new pastor here. <laughs> I'm done already. I finished telling you what God wants to tell you, glory to God. You are free. Don't let nobody point no finger at you and tell you you're not you're going to heaven. I am going to heaven when I die, or if the trumpet sound, I am leaving this earth and I'm going to heaven and nobody can stop me. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, I'm gone. And if you keep it, you may be left behind. Abram believed God. He didn't say Abram believed his father, Aaron. He didn't say Abram believed his priest. He didn't have any, only God. (laughs) Abram believed God. Right, Emery? We believe God. Hallelujah. We believe God. I'm teaching you, you believe God. He's the only one can take you to heaven. Yes. 